All right. That's a cool intro that I had to work on and finally get in there because I got a big star and a big comedian like Jen Letterer here. And of course, I'm trying to get, you know, more and more people to see. So we have a bit of diversity. Our, uh, our second female guest, I had the lady from the taste of the NFL, but she didn't bring me any food. So oh. I don't know if you brought me any whoopee cushions or anything fun oh, to deal man. with. I or... mean, women are supposed to bring food, right? Isn't that our role? Yes. So get back things? in the kitchen because I had the Food Network people here earlier because, yes. I'm failing you already. <laughs> well, we're just going to laugh and make fun of things. And uh, Jen Letterer is a comedian yep. uh, based in New York. Yep. And uh, she's an up-and-coming star, if you, you don't look at her and see it like that, just by seeing her magnanimous face on the screen right here. But uh, what brings you to Radio Row? What you got going on down here? I just love to talk about myself. I heard that there were microphones available. I heard people are asking questions. And I said, get me in that room. Um, so one of my girlfriends did exactly that because I am up and coming and I'm New York City's best kept secret if you ask my mom and she's always right. So uh, I'm just here promoting my work and letting people know I exist. And Jen, I've seen you around all week. Uh, a, a great wardrobe today. Is that oh, hot? Is that that's a... It's not. It's actually pretty light. Okay. Yeah, Yesterday she had on like this Bjork uh, outfit with, was that meat? Pieces of meat that was all over? Or <laughs> what was, was that thing? Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, uh, you know, what is... Where did you decide you wanted to be a comedian? I mean, it, I it's a really tough thing, especially for a woman in this day and age. Sure. Um, it was one of those things that it was the one thing that I swore I would never do. I was like, I will do any type of art form except that, which is how I should have known it was definitely coming my way. Um, but I was a motivational speaker. And I realized that the world of wellness and the world of motivational speaking uh, could use a lot of Comedy could use a lot of honesty, and I just was um, getting a lot of feedback that the parts of my motivational speaking that was actually landing for people were the funny parts. So I just said, well, what if I just stop trying to motivate people all the time and just be honest with who I am and tell stories and, you know, stop trying to teach and just be with people. And I think that that's a lot more effective in a lot of ways. Now, it's got to be a challenge because everything is so politically correct and what used to be funny and acceptable suddenly isn't when we worry about genders and upsetting different races and things like that so mm. have you had to evolve or had you had to change or can you take liberties being a woman that you know a man can't like i wonder how that process is going now as a comedian yeah personally for me i don't feel like the restrictions have changed how i approach writing how i approach comedy I think it's always true that if you say something, you have to be ready to back it up and you have to be ready for whatever consequences come. Whether you agree with what the consequences are or not, the truth is we're all a bunch of animals out here making noises. And <laughs> the animals might react in a way that you didn't think that they were going to based on a sound that you made. Like it's really kind of, it comes down to that. But for me, I write what I know. And so if I'm saying something, it's pretty much always a personal point of view. So I'm not worried about that offending someone. And if it does, I'd love to have a conversation with them about it. I think that's actually a huge benefit of comedy because when you're laughing, you can sit in discomfort a little longer. You can actually maybe have that conversation with someone that has an opposite point of view because you're laughing and your walls are down. So I try and utilize it to have the uncomfortable conversations without purposefully trying to poke at you, but just be honest with what I'm experiencing. Because in this day and age, you're not allowed to poke at me either, right? Listen, I'm going to poke at you. Okay? Have they okay. removed that? You specifically. There's no food, only poking. Hey, I always thought that was creepy on Facebook anyway. Why did you need to oh, poke hello. me, right? Like, What is that a metaphor for? Of all <laughs> right? the stupid designs that that company has done. 
don't get me started. <laughs> so who are your influences, especially, you know, do you look to a female comedian or does it matter? You're just funny as funny and you want to take a little piece of this or piece of that or how does how does that work in that process? Yeah, well, I do, I do agree that funny is funny. And actually, one of my biggest influences is Clarence Avant. Do you know him? He's in the music industry on the producing side of things, and he was a connector. So when I look at my um, kind of career trajectory as a comedian, I am also a producer. So when I'm in a room, I'm constantly looking at who can I connect, who can I help, how can I be of service in this industry that is very competitive, um, so from the business-minded side of things, Clarence Avant is a huge inspiration for me. Um, and then Judy Gold, who is a comedian in New York City, I love her. And she um, just wrote a whole book about, you know, being able to say whatever the hell you want to say. Um, and a lot of just Jessica Kirsten is another one in New York who um, recently had a special on Comedy Central. So a lot of the women I do watch and I specifically watch their moves within the business and how they handle themselves and what they settle for and what they don't and what they used to have to settle for and what I don't have to because they've, you know, paved the way. When you see a comedian a couple years ago who, you know, kind of got blackballed for a little bit for what he said and things he'd done to women and things like that, do they deserve a second chance? Do they? I know he just had another special. I didn't right. watch it. I'm not going to support it. So uh -huh. what are we supposed to do now? I know, I know. Oh, the word deserve is a hard one for me. Deserve, here's the thing. I don't have to watch your material. And that's what I can control. What that guy goes on to do for the rest of his life, I can actively say I unsubscribe from you. I'm never going to be in the audience supporting you. I'm never going to be on stage after you. Right. So as a comedian, I have to know my integrity and not get mad at the fact that somebody else exists. Like, I can't erase people from the earth. Unfortunately, Dave, I don't have those powers as of yet because I do want to stay out of jail. Well, you know, I, I, I've experienced a little bit, and, and I'm not claiming to be a, a perfectionist or perfect at it, but I actually did stand-up, you know, in San Diego a few months ago. I call it sit-down because I'm on my butt. You know. And, and you know, you, it was the most nerve-wracking thing I've ever done because in your mind, you practice, you practice your jokes, and then you get out there, and you're looking at the audience, and I'm thinking – what are they thinking about this legless dude? And so I came out and I'm like, yeah, hey, ladies. Yeah, you know what? That's right. My male part drags the ground when I walk. You guys know what I'm talking about. And that kind of broke the ice of that. So, right. like, do you know immediately if you've got the audience or do you know that this is going to be a tough room? I, I can pretty much know before I even get on stage, you know, what the room energy is like, where I am in the lineup based on how many drinks they've had up until that point, you know, because the room shifts throughout the hour and a half as well. Um, but there's a line between do you shift your content as you go to kind of try and get the audience or do you barrel down and, you know, commit to what it is you're doing and let it get awkward. And both things are right and both things are powerful, but you kind of have to know which one. Like, do I work with this audience or are they wrong? Right. Some audiences are just like, y'all are tripping right now. Did you forget you came to a comedy club? I'm not going to stop telling these jokes. The joke is right. You are wrong. I, I wanted to ask you, I'm going to be at a, a, the Lee Steinberg party Saturday. I know Adam Sandler is going to be there. Do you feel like people that know you're a comedian think you have to be funny every second of the day? They're going to meet you. Okay, make me laugh. Pretty yeah. girl. You're a funny comedian. Ha ha. Like, I mean, because it's your job. Sure. And, and aren't we all wanting to do our jobs at all times? <laughs> every day of every moment. 
yeah, that is something that people think. And the truth is, comedians are some of the most overthinking, anxious, insecure people. And so when we're not on stage, if you come up to us, it's actually like, huh? like what are you going to say? Are you going to attack me? I'm not on all the time. Yeah. You know, Will Fer I was around Will Ferrell with Kenny Mayne at ESPN for a brief uh, time. And uh, you see that. You're like, make me laugh. You're Will Ferrell. Do something funny. Do it. But it's just like, oh, he's a dude. So you, you shouldn't have to be a police officer 24 seven or a fireman or whatever. So right. I get that. So what about you? What's the big thing you want to do? What's coming up in the works? I think you have a tour coming up. How can people yeah. watch you, find you, look at your videos, think if you know they'll judge if you're funny or not. Yeah, you can judge. You can leave comments. You can let me know and I'll decide if I care about your opinion. See how that works. <laughs> so you can follow me at Jen Letterer and I'm JenLetterer.com. I do have a tour coming up through Europe. I'm going to Prague and Amsterdam and Berlin and Barcelona. It's going to be a time and I do daily videos. They're called Daily Doses and I do little 30 second videos to make you laugh today i'm up to 255 days in a row wow. of videos so i don't know why i'm so masochistic but i did commit to a year of daily videos so go support those and when you go to a foreign country because i was just thinking do you have to because our humors are different so how do you customize something that they're going to laugh at if they don't speak well or understanding that uh -huh. humor how do you prepare for that yeah Again, back to your funny is funny. It, a lot of things do translate. And currently, the world finds Americans to be very interesting. So when a, an American gets on the stage, they automatically want to hear my point of view because it is wild in America compared to the, like, the way they are looking at what is happening over here. They want to know everything. It's like gossip hour. They're like, tell me everything. How did you make it out? What is happening over there? Um, so they're very interested in, in my point of view that way. And then again, I'm talking about relationship stuff. I'm talking about women empowerment stuff and going against the grain. That's universal, you know, experiences that people can relate to. And personal experiences. I'm sure you make fun of yourself. I make fun of Absolutely. myself all the time. It mm -hmm. eases up, especially not having legs. When I say, hey, hire the handicapped. They're fun to watch. Hey. And they look at me and they're like, you can't say that. And I'm like, why can't I say that? Right? right. And you can probably get away with saying some certain things and talking about women's bodily functions and relationships mm -hmm. and things like that, that mm -hmm. if I said it, no, you can't, you, you're not a woman. You can't say that you're not entitled. So I'm wondering, right. you know, how do you battle with juggling? What's, you know, as far as sensitive issues or topics for females, especially given this is about a me too and those kind of situations. I mean, when I write a joke, obviously the main point is to make you laugh like that at the end of the day. And what, what people, maybe don't understand is a comedian is a lot like a lawyer in that our job is to find the best angle for this argument. That doesn't mean that the angle is my opinion all the time, right? So it's my job to say, okay, do I want to talk about this really heated women empowerment or, you know, my body, my right type of thing? Number one, is it funny? That's first of all. Number two, why am I saying it? Am I saying it just to get a rise out of you or is there something more behind it? If there's something more behind it, I'm for it. If it's just to get a rise, it's weak sauce. It's not that funny. You're not that funny. Do better. All right. If I said you got a minute, Jen, give me one of your uh, best mini routines. Could you do something for our audience? All right. So here's the thing. You cannot lose your virginity, Dave. No. Right? First of all, you know exactly where you left that shit. <laughs> That's why you're pretending you lost it. Well, I'm still waiting to lose it. So, <laughs> what are you doing tonight? 
Hey, stealing something. I'm in trouble. Here comes security. No, 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 no. All right, where are you going to be next? So people can like besides the tour. Are you? Yeah, I'm in New York City, so I'm doing clubs in New York City all the time uh, when I'm not in Europe. All right, Jen Letter, thank you for joining me. It's uh, you've really brightened my day. You brought a little male female hormones to the thing to kind of balance out all this testosterone walking around in there's here a i mean lot of testosterone. there's a lot like yeah. there's a lot i like, handle it well though okay because again you're gonna you're gonna be the victim of a lot of uh potential uh improprieties here when these football players start seeing you so be careful if you need a bodyguard i've got some people here that Great. you know can run routes for you and but my god best of success for you because there you. are not enough um female comedians that get that recognition i know in the 40s 50s we had lucille wall but you watch that stuff it wasn't funny to me we're so, almost 100 years from that so decade that well. stuff like, can we get do you look at those old things like the oh. marx brothers and abbott costello and go that's that's not funny how did they laugh at that stuff i'm a fan of physical comedy though okay so i do look at that and i have a dance background so there's a lot in their bot their choices in their bodies that i really appreciate because that's it's athletic people well, don't realize how athletic that kind of thing well is. then get big and let's get you on dancing with the stars let's do it they won't put me on dancing with the stars some i would sort of say we could do it thing. together we yes. could do it together all right jen letter jane joining me here on radio row dave stevens the fun and laughs just keep coming don't forget to support us. We got all guys walking around. A couple more guests before we wrap up, and then we got all day Friday. And what are you doing here? You're just walking around talking to people Hanging and shoot. Out, picking up Did you shoot your thing today? Uh, no, not yet. Okay, get You're on that. Be in it. You got to be consecutive. So if you take a day off, it ruins. Never, it, right? I'm never. I'm not going to take a day. It's off. like playing Angry Birds, and you forget to feed that bird yep. that day, and it dies and yep. flies away. It's not and so, all right, Jen. Thanks for joining us, Dave Stevens here on Radio Row. You're watching the most interesting, fun, unique people that you can find on Radio Row. You can get all that other stuff on ESPN and Fox, but we get the inside scoop on all of these people. So. Thank you, guys. We'll see you soon. Live at Radio Row at Super Bowl 56. Dave Stevens, one-man banding it here with my crew. We'll see you soon.